Have you considered like starting a TikTok or something on an like a TikTok stick figure animation profile? <laughs> they're they're really popular. I wasn't thinking about like animation because it always takes like it takes long and it's draining after a while. So I think a TikTok doing only animation by myself I'll die. Um, I was actually thinking about doing like little comic strips because I've been seeing like my my for you page right now. It's all about these little comics. Flavia is an animator. The desire to be a storyteller struck her surreptitiously during a class in school, and she ran with it. I respect that in people, honoring that deeper calling within you to follow that dream, no matter how irrational it may seem. Recently graduating from film school, she now finds herself where the rubber meets the road, and the realities of a brutal industry come into clear view. Where she goes is her want. This is people create. to be an animator it, it, it might sound very 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 i don't know just silly but i actually started when i was in school listening to other subjects i always loved drawing um and it's i i, I never thought about animation as a career or something i could do anything but i just like was so bored doing this math class I just started at the edge of my notebook drawing little stick figures and I got so excited that they were moving um that I don't know that that feeling I think is what made me maybe want to be a, you know you get such satisfaction and uh, happiness from like seeing your little characters move and after that I just uh, I think I got like a very bootleg version of a animation software on my little, little crappy computer that I had at home. Started animating. Do you still have that notebook? I probably I never throw anything. I have like a cupboard at home full of all my books. I never throw anything. It just it's there somewhere. Well, why why was it a math class that made you that bored? Are you are you not are you a fan of math are you not a fan of math uh, i no i'm definitely not a fan of math i think every type of like logical uh, train of thought i i just get lost in it uh, it requires too much focus which i really don't have um but i actually think it was maybe a science class and I had this like terrible teacher oh uh, she was horrible it was like very old style school like almost with you know like a little cane just like slapping your hands type uh teacher um but yeah i remember just like wanting to zone out i, I you remind me i when i was in school like in fourth grade i had this teacher who really liked banging a ruler against the desk to get everyone to shut up oh yeah and i realized that um if i became his ruler supplier he would never sort of pay attention to me because I'd be like, here, take my ruler. <laughs> and I ended up becoming his ruler supplier. <laughs> <laughs> Just reminded me of that. I don't know why. Well, he actually break them. Uh, Did he need that many rulers? Yeah, he would. Uh, it was a metal ruler, so he would end up bending it. <laughs> and I'd be like, are you going to get me another ruler? And he was like, no. <laughs> <laughs> this was the 90s and like a, a 
12 pack of rulers cost the equivalent of a pound so it was pretty okay yeah <laughs> i ended up getting a good grade in the class so what can i say yeah it's a, for your rulers but how long ago was this uh i think it was definitely like maybe first year of high school like italian school system is different so i don't know first year of high school i think is pretty much universal so i was like about 14 13 okay and you just knew you just knew i want to be an animator i just knew like i i tend to fall into things pretty naturally which i found, find very weird if i think too much about it but you know everything in my life has always been like yeah sure i'll do it uh um <laughs> It's, it's, got, it's gotten me thus far, which I'm happy about. So with that in mind then, what does creativity mean to you? Oh, nice question. Thank you. Thank <laughs> you. I told you I'd slip, I'd slip the question in somehow. <laughs> um, I, I, I was thinking about this yesterday and this morning. I think it might sound really pretentious, but I'm going to say it anyway. Um, for me, creativity is the ability of create something out of nothing, you know? Just because I've thought about it. Every creative process for me or for people I've engaged with, it always starts with absolute zero, absolute stillness, and then you get that spark. And then you get that idea of, oh, but what if this was happening, you know? I think it also kind of like ties back to, uh, trying to get out of boredom, you know? Yeah. So your dear partner mm-hmm. described it as problem solving. <laughs> nice. Would you, do you need a problem to solve or for you, is it literally a blank piece of paper? Is, this, is that what you need? I think, I think the problem is the blank piece of paper, you know? Ah, uh, right. It, it, I don't want it to be blank. I never want it to be blank. I think boredom is literally kill of creativity but at the same time it's what sparks it um yeah he said problem solving i think i think that's 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 very him what does it feel like i'm always fascinated by every time at the film school when we saw other people's work i was always fascinated by the way they described the process of coming up with it Mm. and how they felt in those moments so like you get that spark yeah. What's the immediate feeling afterwards? The immediate feeling is, of course, excitement because it's something new. And then in my case, I don't think this is everyone's creative process, of course, but it's like huge frustration. Um, like it, it's it's this very positive feeling and then this enraging feeling of, oh, but it wouldn't work. And it's all like these questions about why it wouldn't work. I tend to really focus on the negatives and then out of that, I tend to make something out of it. I guess that that also ties back to problem solving. I create a problem. I had this yeah. idea. Now, why is this idea here? So then do you, do you interrogate all the possibilities that come from it or do you just jump in and try? Mm, I think during Miami, I yeah. think the, the process that they wanted us to do was to sit, sit down, reflect on it, just very calmly assess what's going on. Well, I figured out midway through that actually my way of doing it is just putting all of myself into it and possibly making like 
a terrible version of a story. It makes no sense. It's just boring or it's just very weird or very tragic. It's just missing something. But after I flesh that out, I get it out of my system. I can, you know, uh, strip it back and see, oh, what's the core of this thing that I'm actually saying? And how can I make it better? How can I make it more universal and not just like rambling thoughts? So how do you maintain that energy? I, yeah, it's really hard to maintain it. But at, at, at some point for me, I think it becomes more of an obsession. You know, I, I need to figure it out. Um, and then every little win feels like a, a step forward. And that's that's really helpful, kind of trying to, um, you know, give space to things that are working. Even though you think about, oh, this this could not be working. This could be intended in a bad way. But making that step forward and kind of like celebrating it is really important. But what do you do to celebrate? I usually draw. Oh. Yeah. It also helps for me that it's not, if I were to do this in only writing, I think I would not do this because I, I hate it. Um, it. It's not for me. I can do free writing. But if I have to write it in a way to me that makes sense to other people, I, I cannot. Um, so then when I finished my free writing process and I start to draw scenes, I think that's very exciting because I start to see it. And, and that's kind of how I celebrate it. I, I make illustrations. I, I make it more full-fledged. And it feels exciting. And are your illustrations related to what you've created or are they completely different? They, they, they're usually very related to the point of, since, since we're talking animation or a comic or anything visual, I will just draw a frame out of what's going to be the finished product. And that, that, that keeps me engaged because I, I can see it. So you're the first director I'm talking to, because let's be honest, your MA is in directing animation. Uh, thank you. What I've at least learned is that a director is very much reliant on the people working with them. So there is an element of personal expression and freedom that you feel in it, but there's also an element of vulnerability in that you're relying on someone else. Yeah, I think that's that's definitely important. I think I come from a background of working alone because mm. as most animators, actually, you tend to just do it all by yourself. Um, in school, uh, I actually did get to work. And I think the most important thing for me was to have a good writer. Like if I need to work with a writer, it has to be someone that's exactly on my page. And if not, it doesn't mean like we're telling exactly the same story, but a person that has the same process of vulnerability because there's nothing more terrifying than just putting all of yourself out there and having someone uh, not understand it, which sometimes can be fine, but then also refuse to compromise. Mm. How do you get, like, say you, you encounter someone or in your experience you've encountered someone who's not on the same page as you. Yeah. How do you guys get onto the same page? I think it, it definitely requires, it has required for me, like a lot of stripping back of my ego mm. um, and just listening. Uh, I know it sounds really simple, but even though I hate what the other person is saying, and it, there's this part of me that always feels like this is this is mine. Why are you even commenting on this? This is my story. Mm -hmm. uh, once I actually put all that crap away, 
and I listen to the other person, you can actually hear exactly what they're saying. Even if they're saying, oh, I just think it doesn't make sense and it's terrible and what, what does this even mean? Then if you actually listen, you, they are telling you that this part of your story needs some more work and they would do it this way. And then you tell them, I would do it this way. And it just requires listening from both, both sides and, you know, again, stripping down that ego and that kind of toxicity that comes with, you know, personal projects. Do you find your ego coming into it a lot? No. I, I, I think it's, that's why I say about a good writer. I think in that stage of production, yes, I, it's, it's where I'm at my, my most vulnerable I need someone that, like, I, I will choose someone that is there with me and we're going out to the journey together. After that, I think it becomes way easier. After that kind of story is established, mm. everything else, if you, if you like the people you work with, or even if you don't like them as people, but you like them as creatives, it's, it's easy to just let them take the lead sometimes. And, it, it becomes a bit better for it as well. What else? So I know you animate, mm. but do you have any other creative practices that you engage in? Farooq was telling me about Dungeons and Dragons, for example. Ah. And I, when he was explaining it to me, I was like, shit, this is actually really, really, it's far more creatively involved than I thought it was. I thought it was like Monopoly. Oh, no, no, no. It's, it, I, it's interacting. So I had no idea. And he's not, incidentally, he's not the first person to talk about it. Ah, so I see. Do you have anything else that you do that you consider creative? I mean, I do. I mean, it's things that I usually um, consider creative, but I do them in a way that requires almost zero creativity from me which is kind of like, um, I really love to crochet and uh, uh, do cross stitch and do like this very kind of zen-like activities. But that that to shut my brain. I think after I've made creativity my whole life, I've made it my working life and it's hard for me to relax while engaging my mind in something. Do you have a particular thing you've really enjoyed cross stitching or crocheting? Yes, I've actually done this very, I don't, I don't have it here, I don't know what it is, uh, very cute cross-stitch of me and my partner uh, holding hands, and that was cute. It was just that, did you just follow what you were drawn, or did you actually create the cross-stitch pattern? And Well, um, cross-stitch is really weirdly similar of pic like, like pixel art, mm. so if you do pixel art, you can just cross over it or you can count the squares that make up your pixel art and just replicate them i'm not i'm not super good at it there's fancier ways to do it but i do it just very simply well, that's fantastic I don't, I don't see why you think that was not creatively involved that was phenomenal that sounds amazing to me because <laughs> yeah, it's not like the pain it's just happy times i'm always very curious about the net result when you finish i've had this with scenes i've written i've had this with like Excel spreadsheets that I had no idea how to fit, how to find a way through, and I had to really utilize the left and the right sides of my brain to figure it out. At the end of them, I feel ridiculously satisfied, ridiculously tired, and just 
I don't ever want to see them again. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I, I... <laughs> so I have like two questions. The first one is, how do you know when it's over? Because like Excel, it's very easy to tell when it's over. It's when you get a result. But like, I know firsthand and obviously, it's like film is never finished. Yeah. So like, how do you know it's finished? And then how do you feel when it's finished? So how do I know it's finished? I, so I'm actually very good with scope at the be like when I do projects, I understand, I think from suffering how much it takes, I wasn't always good with scope. Mm. So I know this film has a beginning and an end. The moment I complete that in whichever way, also, like deadlines are very important. Otherwise, it's like you say, is it'll never end. But if I have a deadline on the twentieth of February, for example, that's that's it for me. Um, I have to like stop myself from going back at it and fixing it. And it's much easier when you work with other people mm. because you wouldn't ask extra time from other people. At least I wouldn't. Um, well, I, I have no problem just like slaving myself over projects. Um, but knowing that if I do change something, other people will have to intervene on it completely uh, makes me shy away from it. I'm like, okay, that's it. That's done. And how do I feel? Terrible. Absolutely horrified. Uh, <laughs> first reaction, everything I do. Um, it doesn't matter how well acclaimed it is, if people liked it or if people hated it, I will hate it more than anyone else. I think is I, I don't know why it just I think it takes so much out of me that at the end I can't do anything but resent it and just see all the little mistakes and imperfections and this should have gone another way if this didn't happen so I'm like loaded with those uh, thoughts but I think the best way for me to appreciate them is to just not watch them for a while like my la my last film first screening i was terrified i was like oh my god what have i done with my life um screening like the official screening instead it was beautiful and i managed to actually appreciate it but i needed a break you know so do you think going forward you'd watch your stuff again like would you be that person that just makes it doesn't watch it lets the world appreciate it and that's it and moves on to the next thing yeah yeah <laughs> i will watch it again uh, if necessary. Um, for example, I did my website. I had to rewatch all the things I've done. Yeah. And to my surprise, even though I can see, definitely see like the mistakes and all the improvements I've made, uh, I, I like them. They're me and it's fine. But at the moment, I absolutely hated them. Is it, and this is going to sound extremely reductive, but is it hard out there for a new animator? Oh, it's so it's like like any any profession uh, in this moment in time. It's so so hard. Um, the competition is insane. Um, I definitely think some styles are more appreciated than others, and I have like a very like mellow, melancholic, whimsical style that is not very commercial. Um, so it's harder to get funds and grants of that kind. And if you want just a regular animation job, you have to compete with professionals that have been in the industry for seven plus years. Wow. And are still on, on the look for, look out for a job. And or you can take really early internships. 
And even those are really, really competitive. And I think that's, that's for any profession. Is there new? Is there, uh, are, are there ways in which people are, find, are finding ways to break through in just new ways? I think it, it, it doesn't sound as new, but it, it's kind of like a realization I've had recently. Yeah. Um, you you got to get internet famous. Shit, really? Uh, <laughs> yeah, I mean, not, maybe not famous, but at least like um, you have to have a good following for people to trust you. I think that's mostly it. Employers or people that grant you funds want to know you. you, you you're a reliable creative. And I get it, but at the same time, it's very frustrating. So it doesn't exactly maintain the purity in it anymore, does it? Yeah. Like some, yeah. some people can do it. Some people are very good at uh, showcasing their work. But yeah, and it, it's it's two different skills. That's that's my thing. Yeah, you can get okay. an amazing filmmaker, animator, producer, whatever that is really introverted and shy and will just try to talk to you through their work. And then you can get someone who's maybe not as skilled or not as forward in their like self-realization and creativity. Um, But they are so good at marketing themselves. And so I think as an employer, it would be best if you could just look at the work instead of just the presentation i remember when i was when i finished college which was a few years ago now everyone wanted to be an investment banker mm-hmm. and everyone wanted to be a consultant and it was like they they were really really proud of the fact that they had like a 4% job acceptance rate like the potential employers and people just kept going for them yeah. Every rejection was just really demoralizing. Whereas there were people who just were like, okay, great. I've got, I'm going to move to the next one now. And I'm going to see if that one works. Whereas I just shut down completely. Oh yeah. And that was when I was trying to be a consultant. That's like when I'm hiding behind spreadsheets and PowerPoints here, it's like, you know, here is myself. This is all of me. And it's out there. Like yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's like, don't you like me? Like, why don't you like me? What have I done wrong? No, I completely get it. And it is so, so demoralizing. Uh, But I think one thing that's really helped me is to think it's just a matter of luck. Because it is. That a certain person needs to see your work and see the, the worth in it. And it's fine if only one person likes it. You just need to find that one person. So what would your ideal be? Would it be like Flavia's big Pixar film? <laughs> no. <laughs> or would it be would it be Flavia's own film? Uh, it's it's a it's a mix, I think. I would definitely there's like some uh, animation production studios out there who do exactly the stories I want to tell. And they're in a beautiful illustrative style and it's not commercial, but it has success and people see its worth. And that's, that's the dream. It's to just do what I do in larger scale without having to compromise on, you know, who I am and what stories I, I think needs need to be told. Yeah, what are some of the, the themes you like to explore? 
as of right now, obviously this can change. I mean, 10 years from now, it could be something completely different. But this version of you, what are some of the themes that you're like really interested in at the moment? I, I think they all fall back to kind of introspection and dealing with a certain type of struggle without other people knowing. I think that that's what I'm what, what I'm interested. People who who struggle in life for any any reason, and the the thing that they need to do is ask for help. What, in your opinion, are some mistakes that are happening right now in modern day animation animated work? Hmm. Are these things that put you off? Let's not say mistakes, but things that you may you know that that sort of turn you off from the work. I think there's a there's a there's a lot of funding for preschool cartoons, which is great because there's a huge market. But I also think that a lot of them are just there to entrance children uh, <laughs> to the city and just like keep them there, while you have so much potential to shape. Um, kind of values of children into kind, compassionate. And a lot of them try to do that, but they just fall flat. While other, others of them do that really, really well. And it's usually the smaller studios that do that really well. Um, I also personally don't like this like adult animation trend of like, everything is about conspiracy theories. And part of me loved it the first time, uh, but once it's like seven of them coming out in a year, all about the government, the big government, it just, it feels a bit redundant, you know? There could be space for more stories and things yeah. that are more interesting. So everything sort of feels like cans of Pepsi on an aisle. Yeah. Or cans, <laughs> cans of Coke on an aisle. I yeah, get exactly. That. Okay, do you want to do the questionnaire? Yeah, sure. What is your favorite word? Uh, sole, sun. What is your least favorite word? Garbage. What? Garbage. Garbage? Gar oh, okay. I heard cabbage. <laughs> cabbage. No, not cabbage. Okay. What turns you on creatively, spiritually, or emotionally? Sad families. Very interesting. What turns you off? Over-edited stuff. So like too many cuts? Yeah, too many cuts, too many, too, too overwhelming. I like that. I hate that as well. What is your favorite curse word? Vaffanculo. <laughs> what sound or noise do you love? Um... Textiles being touched. What sound or noise do you hate? Um, the, the kitchen fan. What profession other than your own would you like to attempt? Uh, to attempt, to actually attempt. Musician. What profession would you not like to do? Um, accountant. 
And finally, if heaven exists, what would you like to hear God say when you arrive at the pearly gates? It's just a welcome, we'll do it. Nice. It's a good question there, isn't it? Yeah, it's really nice.